Hi, this is Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the weekly Thimbleweed Park stand-up meeting podcast. And as always, I am joined by David Fox. Hey there. And Gary Winnick. Hello. Uh, so let's start with David. David, what did you do last week, and what are you doing this week? Okay, well, uh, see, Ron was gone last week, so lots of time to do lots of bug fixes, but not sure whether they all were good or not since we haven't been getting new builds every day. Hopefully, I'm, I'm expecting now to get a whole bunch of reports back that I broke something else when I fixed something, so we'll find out. Lots of new art, some new animation. Um, I, I think my favorite thing is probably putting in some really cool animation that takes the place of something which is just really placeholder or, or bad. Um, I'm not going to mention what they are now, but they're very cool. Well, they're, they're, two, they're really two really cool animations that went yeah. in. Yeah. Which one are you talking about? Both. <laughs> well, well, every animation that goes in is really cool. Don't you know, guys? Know that? Yeah, but yeah. these these are exceptionally cool animations. Yeah, and, and there and at least one of them was like kind of like yeah, kind of cathartic. <laughs> um, and was um, was that the animation that's thirty years in the making? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, Noah was my fr- our friend Noah Faustine was playtesting. And I just put that in and didn't test it thoroughly. And he tried something and it wasn't supposed to work yet, uh-huh. but it did. <laughs> so he saw it kind of half thing without the right animation and just like the thing happened that, that he was going to test and it just broke. So I said, don't, don't go in there. <laughs> and I know we're being really like, what are you talking about? Probably, I don't know, maybe 50 or 100 bug fixes. Um, they slowed down. Um, a few days after Ron left because there weren't any new tests. So they were just like really minor things. Um, then there are a couple areas where I had to rip out a bunch of stuff and change it. Like um, there's an opening dialogue and interaction that is totally different. It's on the highway and some other changes were simplified. Some stuff in the Dolores flashback, getting rid of an object that was just kind of busy work. And it was confusing too. Yeah, it was confusing because there were there were two of those objects in the flashback, and they were used for different things, and people were constantly confu- confusing them. So we just got rid of one of them, reworked the puzzle a little bit. And it works, and that's what where one of the animations came in, and it just you know made it much better. Next week, so I'm continuing to work on one of these, adding new animations for several of the minor characters. Um, did my first experience with idle animations, like the animations that happen when they're just kind of waiting for you to, to do something. I think that's about it. Um, you know, a bunch of things like room extensions, doors that open, adding animation for the doors opening and closing that we didn't have yet. So you had multiple frames rather than just changing, having the door vanish. A lot of polish, but it's, it's all pretty much in the first act still. Yeah, I think we're supposed to finish up that first act sprint today isn't it it could be i think i'm gonna have a couple of things yeah yeah i think today is the end of the first x sprint and then we're on to the second x we're pretty close um and i think that's it the the play test with noah was really interesting since noah worked with us on the scum games he he worked with ron and i on indiana jones last crusade so he knows these games, you know, know the, knows the style and what we're doing inside and out. So oh, he got all the in-jokes, which is really fun. <laughs> well, I think Noah is one of the few people in the world that's actually going to get all of the in-jokes. Yeah, he's uh, the only one. <laughs> <laughs> and he, there, you know, there's a couple of things. There's 
things that he got that um, you know they didn't get, which are you know kind of wondering whether we need more hints in a couple things. So we'll see. Oh, there's another puzzle I got into. Um, first pass of the square jar is now in. Oh, can't read the list of donors yet, but the other part works. Great, Gary. Okay, so after we got back from PAX, finally, I guess Chase has been able to put his full attention to making charts and graphs and schedules and spreadsheets and stuff. So I know exactly what I'm doing from every 10 minute increment till every 10 minute increment. Not really, but the, it is it actually there's it's one of those kind of things I call a double edged sword, because on the one hand, it's really nice to be knowing what you're doing. On the other hand, I kind of like look at these spreadsheets and go, is this what all I'm supposed to be doing is just this stuff on this list. Though some of it's gotten moved around and stuff like that. But overall, I think it's a good thing because I do feel more directed than I've been in the past. So I kind of know what things need to be done as opposed to fumbling around or trying to get Ron to tell me if he's busy doing something else or something like that. So overall, um, I think that that's a, real, uh, that's a positive thing. So what I've been doing is mainly act one stuff, which included a whole bunch of loose ends of, you know, doing animation or adding, you know, animations we didn't have or doing, you know, fixing room extensions, basically just going through a list and pretty much working on stuff that exists, but kind of, I'm not even going to really call it polished, but just sort of finishing it off so that it's kind of actually all functional. So that's what I did this week. And pretty much for act one, there's like one room that I'm still fooling around a little bit. That's kind of complicated. I want to talk to Ron and Mark about it, but that's not urgent. It's, you know, fine. And then uh, I will be moving forward on to act two items next week, which is kind of a lot of the, a lot of similar stuff where it involves a bunch of, you know, animation that we sort of need to finish off something or, you know, we, we talk about an object or an icon that we're missing that we're going to put in to make sure that every piece is there so that when we finally move into polish, we'll be, be polishing items that we have actually versions of in the game. So that's about it. Okay, great. Uh, let's see. For me, last week I was gone. I was on vacation last week. I went on a cruise up to Alaska, which was a lot of fun. Very beautiful up there. Um, I didn't get anything done on the game last week. Going forward uh, this week or next week, the one thing that I want to do is I want to play through all of Act One and and just really look at it because I th I think I think the game has some issues when you get to a certain point in Act One that. A lot of the direction of focus just kind of falls apart at that point. And so I really want to play through Act 1, you know, as a player would play through it and just kind of look and see what those issues are and maybe add, you know, a dialogue here or maybe, you know, block off some areas with some simple little puzzles um, just so the world doesn't expand too fast. So that that is probably what I want to do. And then if we're going to start the Act 2 sprint, which I'm pretty sure is next, I, do, I want to do the same thing for Act 2. I just want to play through that whole thing. Um, we spent so much time on the, you know, the first half of Act 1 because that's what we've been playtesting. I feel like that particular part of the game has a really, really good flow to it, but I'm not so sure the other parts do. So we need to start testing those other parts and, and looking at the stuff that's missing. You know, not, not from an art asset point, but just missing from a you know puzzle and game design standpoint. So I think that's really what I'm going to focus on next week is that kind of stuff. Are there any, I was going to ask David, are there any like system things that you've noticed over the last week when I was gone that I need to really focus on? Hello, it's David. dead silent. Is David still here? Hello, David. 
I'm here. I'm here. I thought, you, got, I thought uh, you just got zoned out. I just spent the last five minutes talking. You hear me? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, the, the game has been working great. Uh, the only problem I had was with Wimpy, which is our room editor. The problem I mentioned where if you reload a room, two rooms in a row that have the same named objects, then they get mixed up. Okay, I, I can fix that really quick. I, I know exactly what to do about that. And that explains some of these weird problems we've been having for for weeks now where objects just things move for no reason that we could we could think of. And now that explains it. But there's not there's nothing else in the engine that, that I need to look at immediately. I don't think so. There 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 was a minor bug that came up with the tooltips thing. Um, you know, when you hover over objects in a close-up screen, you know, so can turn that off. Yeah, I'll do that. Everything else has been, I think, pretty solid. But you know, I don't think there's been any new testing happening for a while. So, well, I'll get that wimpy thing fixed, and then I'm going to probably focus on doing my playthroughs of Act One and Act Two. So that'll probably be a big chunk of my week next week. I was going to say, I can think of one thing Ron did. He used his crappy cruise line internet to fix the website. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, the website was going down. I, what was happening was I was running it on a server that really did not have uh, very much memory in it. And uh, the database thing was just using too much memory, and then it would crash itself, and then we'd lose the database. So that was an easy fix. I just needed to, to spin up a new server that had twice the RAM and use it, and it's been fine. And you were able to do that with glaciers in the way, blocking a signal and stuff like that. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's really hard. The internet on the ship was was just atrociously bad, because it's all it's all it's all done with satellites, right? And right. there's like a two and a half second round trip for the signal to go from the ship to the satellite, and then you know back to whatever server, and then back to the satellite and back to the ship. So you don't notice it when you're just surfing the web, but when you're actually um, you know SSH'd into a server. You know, you you press a key, and then two and a half seconds later, you know the key the keystroke is actually <laughs> registered. So it was a lot of time of me typing very very slowly to get the new database thing up and running. But it's up, so yeah. it seems to be good now. Well, it got fixed once once you found out it was down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was down for like what almost a day. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It was actually good. I mean, it was actually good not having internet. I mean, it's supposed to be a vacation, so you're not supposed to be having internet. And it was such an arduous process to log on to the internet in the first place that, you know, it wasn't something that I had constantly running on my phone. You know, it was just, you know, always checking Twitter like I do during the normal days. You know, it was something that I kind of did maybe once a day, and that was it. So it's kind of nice to go on vacation and not have the internet follow you there. Okay, well, I think that's it. Is that it for you guys? Yep, that'll, yep, I think that does it. We can all get back to our charts and graphs and schedules. <laughs> all right. Talk to you guys later. Okay, okay. bye. Bye-bye. Um, did you, I think, I think I have some questions about the Pigeon Sisters. Okay. Um, do you want to do that now? Yeah, we can do that now. Okay. So are you still recording or? Um, He's always still recording. I'm always recording. <laughs> yeah, don't trust, don't trust him. This could all end up on. Um, I think I have it mostly working.
Um, I, I don't have that part. Are you talking about the stuff on Main Street or the stuff on the highway? Yeah, yeah, stuff on Main Street. The other, the other stuff is in. You can test that if you want. Um, stuff on Main Street, I have it so it won't turn on by itself yet because there's, there's no way it, they don't unlock it yet. I'm still working on that part of it. Um, you can test if you want by by using the um, scenario that I had set up for it. Okay. So you can grab that and just use that and you can, so you can see the water flowing where I have everything positioned. I had to move the street sign back a foot, you know, back onto the grass because it was just where everything was fishing. It was just getting too crowded there. So I put it in the back. Um, and um, right now what I'm having the two pigeons do is walk back and forth randomly to the toolkit. But I'm not sure if that works because then it doesn't make sense that you could walk up to it and just take something out of it mm -hmm. if they're walking back and forth to it. So right. I... I, I I think we need to kind of think about what we actually want to have them do. If they just stand there, then you can't see what what's you can't see what's happening because they're blocking the fire the hydrant uh -huh. um, unless they're in front of it. Um, Where's the truck? Uh, is the truck there? Truck is right now. It's in the foreground. So they walk back and forth to the truck and they, like vanish behind it or something, or is that no? Like they, they don't go. They don't go to the truck. So I I put the truck in the foreground parallax layer. So that it's kind of out of the way, so they don't you don't touch it. It's not really it's not touchable. Um, and if I put it back where the street was, I think it, it was just blocks it too much. So I, I think that's it. I mean, I don't have. I think I have the dialogue. If I have a rough dialogue for them set up. I have the dialogue from with Ricky set up, so you can get the the tube. But I haven't done the last part where you give the tube back to them and then they fix it. So that's coming. So I think. Just you know, maybe take a look and see how we want to handle their animation moving back and forth. Yeah, it probably makes sense for them not to go to the tool. Well, you don't need you don't need the wrench, do you? No, you don't need the wrench at this point. I mean, we could you don't. I mean, we could do a a thing where they, they, the only time you can take the wrench is if they're focused on the fire hydrant. Mm -hmm. If you want, um, so you can't just walk it and, and do it while they're standing there. Right. But you know, since it's not. You don't need to take it that, you know, it would just be kind of extra work or something. Yeah, if they could have an animation where they walk to the toolkit and then there's an animation where it kind of feels like they're rummaging around inside the toolkit. Mm -hmm. And then they walk back to the fire hydrant and but they never take the wrench. Like that's the one thing they don't they don't right. take is the wrench, but they're just kind of doing that. That might that might be okay. Yeah, so right now there is no security is gonna add like a reach low animation right now they just have a reach medium mm -hmm. so i need i would need that um right. right now each one goes to a specific spot so one faces back and the other faces right yeah i mean i'm gonna do those reach well the reaches you define david i mean mm -hmm. if we want them rummaging around i mean we can try the reach and if you like it if i mean excuse me if it works fine if not we can add either to now or to polish to actually have a real animation of them like kind of pulling on the bag and looking in it or something i don't know whatever you guys want yeah, I mean, it might need more more specific animation while they're at the hydrant too, because right now their their reach medium, just the arm, their wing kind of goes out a bit. It doesn't look like they're doing anything. So yeah, I, I think can... they probably need a special. They're probably going to need a special case animation where they actually work on something like that, kind of like the toilet. And the toilet thing is kind of weird because I want to talk to Jen about that. It may work or it may not, and we may need. I may need to add something to that, but I wanted to look at it. So in the case of the fire hydrant, though, it probably will make sense, certainly in polish, if not now, to do an actual animation of them, like you know, doing something more. 
uh, specific to the hydrant. Right, and Ray, I, I did put in your plunger animation right now, so that you know that comes up as a random animation with one of them. Do we we need we need the fire hydrant with the tube on it too, don't we? Um, I kind of mocked that up. Okay. So it needs some. I took the fire hydrant from from the highway. I, I reduced it by eighty percent and grabbed stole the tube from someplace else. So that probably the perspective kind of, of it needs to be tweaked. I think. Yeah, the the bottom of it looks like it's on a different slope than the street is. Um, the straight on part's not too bad. So just play just the bottom edge, and also you know just whatever tweaks you want to. Since I scouted it in Photoshop, you may have to you know tweak it so the pixels work better. Okay. Uh, it also you want to consider whether the foreground hydrants should also all have tubes on them. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it might be okay to have a couple of, of, you know, like it's, you know, a newer thing that was put there and there's still older ones or something kind of up to Ron when he looks at it. I mean, should it be green as well? It is green. It yeah. is green. Yeah. I, I, I shifted the color to green. So it's green, but the, but then you have these foreground parallaxing hydrants on AB and Main Street that are, you know, they're the ones that Octavia did that don't match. Yeah, but maybe that's okay if they're red, they don't have tubes. But the green one has a tube. Maybe that's maybe that's fine as is. Yeah, I think that it's you know there's some some stuff that's early adopted and some stuff that's not. You know what I mean? 